0: Welcome to episode 10 of dreams, signs, and the times. 10 is one of those numbers that reduces to one, which is a new beginning or uh, exploring of something new. So with this episode, I'm going to concentrate on energy (laughs) vampires, which, okay, I try to stay in a very positive manifesting state of mind, but you can't experience that to the deepest levels if you don't understand the underside, which is part of the whole yin-yang lens of examining life. You have to, I think, see things through that lens, which is not necessarily good or bad, you know, good or evil kind of thing. It's, you know, if you go with the Star Wars thing, it's the Force, and there's the dark side of the Force, and then the light side of the Force. So, I try to neutralize that you know, into some kind of thing that we can work with, but the energy vampires are a real version or maybe a modern version of the vampire symbol, which is one person feeding on another person to usurp their energy and move it into their own and this is such an interesting way of seeing the world. It exists. I've I've experienced the energy vampire um phenomenon many times and I've gone out of my way to try to not be one myself. I think that all of us goes through um each of us goes through aspects of that in our life and so you know it's worth examination if you feel like you're vamping on somebody for whatever reason. I think it's good to work through that and figure out why and not do you know continue that kind of behavior unless the person is just like you know some kind of um, has some need to to be on the receiving end of that i 'm all about people expressing you know themselves in whatever way works as long as there's a mutual understanding of that kind of thing. But when somebody vamps on somebody else, I know a lot of people who do this and it takes a toll on the other person. And there are some things that are coming up as I'm exploring this that I'm like, wow, there are um, there are actual techniques that people are using to energy vamp on people. And one of the things that's surfacing right now as I'm going through that is that the energy Vampires, who are long term energy vampires, tend to corral the people that they are vamping off of and that it, what I mean by that is that there's a certain amount of captivity and it could be just a mental thing or an emotional thing, but it could be a literal captivity and um where i've seen it the most is family situations where somebody doesn't allow like a parent doesn't allow a child to leave the nest in a certain way. Like uh, they may seem to be empowering of of the child, but then undermining or pulling the rug out from under the person so that they don't feel they can handle the world without the parent. I've seen that situation and then uh, situations where there might be a captive audience in a sense and a person may take a job in... in A field where they have that captive audience, and they vamp off of the people that are in their either care or their jurisdiction. Let's say, and you know that can happen in the helping professions. It can happen in the incarceration professions, and uh, all sorts of situations where you have a an audience or a, a group of people that either are in some kind of treatment or, um, you know, doing time or some some sort of thing like that. So um, and that's to me, that is uh, any kind of abuse of this inherent authority is ah, that's one of the worst things I think a person can do because it violates a certain amount of trust. And I get it. People are not perfect. And so there there may be situations where a person feels like, you know, they need to be in control or whatever, but these things have to be addressed cuz it speaks to deep deficits that have to be filled over and over and that is a form of addiction. If somebody has to vamp off somebody else's energy, then that is a form of addiction in and of itself and is probably one of the most sinister underlying aspects of our culture that just doesn't get addressed. And I've seen kids do it to parents where they don't want to necessarily leave the nest or, you know, become um, self-sufficient so they live in the basement or whatever and uh, for long periods of time. Now, you know, I've done that myself when I was going through a difficult time and um in my life and but it didn't last very long you know it was one of those things like okay I have parents they they can help during this situation but we didn't uh I didn't allow for that to go on forever because I'm I'm like wait a second I'm a grown-ass woman this needs to change so um we're uh progressing through this idea though you know there is a way to bolster energy without having to take from another person. And the idea, the concept of a higher power, this is where oh, modern modern civilization does not have a grip on this. It's either this huge dogma thing or people are left in this ocean of possibility and it, we're a bunch of derelict ships kind of f- floating around trying to figure each other out, figure ourselves out. And there isn't a doctrine. Doctrine in and of itself is no longer uh, appealing for most modern people. Uh, if somebody's brought up culturally in, let's say, Catholicism or, you know, uh, Protestantism or Judaism or Islam, they're there are things that go along with that that are cultural that that a person connects with and um, a lot of time – but some people may connect with the cultural aspects of it but don't relate to the dogma part. And so I believe modern society is kind of suffering from that and the connection – even the new age people, which I, I, I could be thrown into that category of the new age um, – you know, semi pagan, semi Wiccan, Taoist, you know, there I'm I'm picking and choosing or relating to universal concepts that tend to be in a lot of those areas. And they are in the other religions. But the difficulty is that there is a lean towards vampiring off of other people's energy because of a lack of an ability to really connect with higher power stuff. But the secret is that that's where you a person can thwart vampire-oriented energy vampire activities from another person. Um, what I'm getting at in a roundabout way is that... Energy is this thing that we're living in. Uh, if if we deny that energy exists as a form of communication from one person to another, then we're lying to ourselves. You know, uh, if there's a magical, I've talked about that in the chakra um, episode, that this transfer of energy is what's happening with any sort of communication. So when Vamp- vamping off somebody else is also a form of communication. It's just that it is a one-sided, lopsided uh, situation where one party is losing energy now, and another party is gaining from that. I'm going to go to the healer mentality that has been um, something that is starting. People are starting to understand, and through through, let's let's take Reiki as, as an example a person who uh practices reiki if they're doing it in in a, in the way that it's instructed uh they are not giving of their own energy but becoming a conduit for infinite energy infinite abundance as the concept that is coming through them that's why you know healers back in the day or in even even now the people who are using energy to heal other people or to you know help um, amplify their energy a lot of times feel drained because they sense or they work from giving of their own energy to that other person and the you know uh, I'm not going to go too far into Reiki instruction but because that's a you know there's some mysteries involved with that but there is the basic tenet of do not give of your own energy, open up, be a conduit to energy flowing through you that is infinite. And therefore, you can actually benefit from, you know, this uh, healing energy transfer because if it's abun- abundant and infinite, which I believe that it is and have experienced that it is, you end up taking some for yourself in the process, which is totally cool. You know, it's it's uh, why shouldn't you benefit from that? And in the some of the Judeo-Christian belief in sacrifice, we must sacrifice to help other people, that thing has hamstrung people and created some of these vampire situations. I believe that thought, I'm not saying Christianity is a bad thing, I'm saying that this is an element of what is handed down that has created difficulty for people in the fact that uh, a person's subconsciously... Uh, brought up in that scenario, will will automatically think that you know the Christ figure has s- sacrificed that his life for other people, and so the sacrifice thing becomes a a, a tenet or something that people feel righteous about because it, it emulates that. Um, and there there's a quote, I think it's John something that um, in the Bible that says that Jesus said not to. That you will do this better than I at some point, and people kind of overlook that. And uh, I believe that that's part of that whole deal. And that, it may seem controversial, but it it makes sense that you know um, a figure like that might set an example and then allow for the the evolution of that to occur. So as a, if a person is taking from another person, there's a, a problem with that because. There is no need to do that with this infinite abundance of energy that's available. I have experienced this. I'm not just trying to talk out of my ass here and say, well, you should do this and this is the way it is. It's not about that. It's that if this is true and a lot of people are going to have that experience that, oh, man, there's something way bigger than me out there and I'm I'm a, a lens for that or a focus for that then there's no need to steal from other people there are times when there can be mutual energy exchanges between people that are absolutely amazing and you know what happens when it's mutual when somebody's uh you're vibing off somebody and they're vibing off you it creates a portal for that infinite stuff to come through the infinite energy comes through when there's a give and take that's the yin yang uh, principle in motion it's creating that hole out of those two parts and so it's like stair stepping up to the sky it's freaking amazing and it doesn't need to take from another person Uh, so the energy vampire aspect of things is unnecessary and it's illusion in motion. And it's one of those things that it's so prevalent. And you can feel it happening. When you Have you ever been uh, in a room with somebody or been talking to somebody and you just feel your energy level just draining, draining, draining? That person is vamping off of your energy. And it's a real thing. And people do it in some really terrible ways, you know. Uh, a lot of times... People feed off of younger people in different ways. Some of it just hideous and there's no need for that. That's, that's the thing is a person doesn't need to do that. Um, a person can benefit from, from the energy of a younger person without stealing from them. And one of the most hideous, horrible things we have in this culture is that – or in the world right now is that people feed off of, of youth. And then sometimes youth feeds off of older people because of the uh, like young people have an inherent energy level. We've all experienced that that are a certain age, and then realize oh okay that that shifted. But older people have an amazing energy source that it, that taps into the infinite in a way that has um, experience behind it and all that. But we're taught that uh, culturally that oh well you know old people are just you know, fading into the grave or whatever, which is such bullshit. And it that's another thing that f- creates that loop of illusion where older people feel like they're losing their energy when really we're gaining it. We're gaining momentum with the experience, but it's been hidden from us for some reason and probably to be manipulated for money purposes, whatever. I don't want to sound cynical because I'm not cynical, Uh, but I am realistic in a lot of ways. So, being aware of situations where there is an energy vampire situation happening is an important thing. Um, The the way to combat that is to develop a relationship with the infinite and um, the light, that feeling of something bigger than ourselves, however that manifests for a person. There is no right or wrong way to relate to that, and that uh, corralling of people to believe that they don't have access to this infinite is what causes some of this vampiring. So the antidote is if somebody, again, is feeding off your energy, creating this relationship with the, the infinite, the higher self, however anybody wants to look at that, will help combat that situation. Um, vampires traditionally have the symbolism is in, it's intense. I was reading up on it before I started this today, and um, some of the the different cultures around the world have folklore associated with this kind of thing. Um, we have the Dracula figure that prowls around at night and can't be in the day, you know. Um, and and part of that is a way of symbolizing those those things that are under unknown and underneath the cover of darkness that we aren't uh, maybe aren't addressing or the there's that fear that of things that come out of nowhere that are going to kind of steal the life force so these uh symbolism symbols are very interesting to explore because and and they come uh, you know sometimes they're very mysterious and you know if you if you've seen or read any of Anne Rice's novels uh she really had a very cool way of writing about that kind of thing you know interview with a vampire it it explores kind of the dark side the underside of of human interactions and and those kinds of things and it explores the um the fact that a lot of that people that have that affliction or need to uh, vamp, vamp on other people don't really have a way to express that um, And haven't connected with their higher selves in some way, or have they? They've been led to believe that they've sacrificed their ability to connect with the higher selves, which is total illusion. So, uh, vampire um, symbols—you know—it's part of the unknown. That stuff that uh, the dark side of humanity, which has to be explored and looked at and brought to the light, so that. And and not judged so much because this stuff's been around a long time. The That archetype of the person feeding on another person has been around forever. And sometimes that can be a symbiotic relationship where there's a balance and the person being vamped on and the vampire themselves have an agreement that works for them. I'm not, you know, if the, as long as there's, you know, mutual balance there, uh, that's that's a whole different story. But when a victimization occurs, which is where somebody is actually stealing energy from another person, then it has to, the person who it's incumbent upon the person who is being stolen from to realize what is happening. I'm I'm not about per, uh, people hanging around in the victim thing. It, it, that's that's an illusion. And if a person can realize, oh shit, this is happening, and try to find a way out of that. That kind of relationship can be neutralized, but it takes awareness. It takes the it takes this realization that a person can get out of that scenario, and that um, empowerment is important to realize that you don't have to give up your energy to this bullshit. Um, people, there are so many people who are doing this kind of thing and keeping keeping people in scenarios where they can feed off of them. in It could be monetarily, um, it could be in terms of energy, all kinds of things. So it's worth examination and the whole reason for this podcast is that a person can live into their full power potential and so uh, examining this and and clearing out areas where somebody might be stealing energy from you is an important part of maximizing and optimizing this uh, earth experience. Don't let anybody talk you out of your power. That shit is yours. Have an awesome week.